The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. KPNT HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. <laughs> Where are we laughing? Hear song is so oh, I thought you heard a flush. Clubs were four in a row, and this is the best tune we can get. Still love when sound story guys are here and you just hear a big I'm in line at Bush and I hear people call it Heaven's Gates and it literally really? almost kills me on the inside. Heaven's Gate? Really? Heaven's Gates. I've heard it multiple occasions. It, they offed themselves. Remember yes. that, Doug? We are at Heaven's Gates. Was that Gates. the Jim Jones? That wasn't Jim Jones. No, I thought that Jones was the guy with like the bug eyes. Yeah, Jim Jones did that over. Marty Feldman had a cult? Remember him? <laughs> I don't think I'm aware. Oh, he had great eyes. Look up Marty Feldman, actor. I didn't realize he had a cult. Marshall Applewhite, that's the guy. That was 25 Marty. years ago now, man. Yeah, Marty Feldman's eyes went like two different, two or three different directions. Oh, <laughs> dear mother. <laughs> he died in Mexico City, Mexico. Marty Feldman? Mm-hmm. Wow. He was funny. Yeah, Mexico like City is the biggest city in North America. <laughs> Fun facts. <laughs> Could not imagine waking up next to that, though. Well, but he was a good, funny comedic actor. Looks like Just it. because he looked so funny. <laughs> Doug, I've never seen that guy before. You never have? Yeah, you'll remember him. Which is, he was in Young Frankenstein, I think, was a, his big, biggest role. I, like I didn't realize that. we were going to talk about Marty Feldman today. I would have done a little bit more research. <laughs> I didn't realize it would bring the conversation to a screeching halt. I wanted to see how long we could take yeah, that. I was silent. gonna, I was gonna go till ten o'clock. Marty Feldman. <laughs> Wait. Sometimes my son wants to have a staring contest. Like you have no idea how many times I just stared into Degenerate's eyes at the World Series of Poker for like minutes on end. Really? I'm here for the long haul. <laughs> I, I can go as long as you want. I am an absolute <laughs> sociopath. No, actually, what I was reading is uh, an update uh, on the economy, which is very encouraging. So I, that's oh, yeah? what distracted me. Yeah, uh, we lowered our judgmental probability that the U.S. economy will enter a recession in the next 12 months to 25 percent, which was at 35 percent previously. 
well below the 65% median probability in the Bloomberg forecaster survey. Doug, uh, sudden bull market. Uh, Jimmy the bull, of course, uh, showed Iggy uh, his ween outside of uh, friendlies. You can send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today here on the Ryan Kelly morning after. To design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL. Dot com. Design Air Service is where you go if you run into air conditioning problems uh, while the temperatures are relatively temperate for a St. Louis summer. Still, it's uh, in the upper 80s and low 90s, and you need to get the air conditioning fixed. You go to designairservice.com, and now you're working with the great Seth Goldcamp and his staff. Those service technicians will be out there super fast. I mean, like within hours. Doug's a client. I'm a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client as well? Seth Goldcamp is fourth generation, and they will not upsell you with design, air, heating, and cooling. They take that reputation incredibly seriously, and they want to keep it going, and they do, with design, air, heating, and cooling at designairservice.com. Don't wait. Saturday, I think. Oh, what do we got Saturday, Bill? I think Saturday. Might hit 95 Saturday. Wow. I'm camping Saturday. Uh Uh-oh, the pop-up? Where are you taking the camping? We, we don't know if we're going to take the pop out and do tent camping since there's no electrical hookup in the. Wait, you just bought this going. camper and you're not going to use it? Well, we used it twice, but I, I, what I'm saying is there's no electrical hookups at this particular campsite. So, in terms of sleeping on a bed, yeah. yes, but in terms of utilizing the electricity, we wouldn't be able to. So, it seems like it'd be a little easier just to take a tent. We're only doing a night, we're floating most of the day, so we're not oh. going to be on site. Okay. So, Bring a cot. We need. We do um, big air mattress, and then we bring a tarp. So we put the tarp (laughs) first, tent, and then air mattress. But we have the van in case it gets too ridiculously hot. No, I'm uh, saying keep yourself off the ground from the bugs and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Stephen F. Austin State University oh assistant God. bowling coach Steve Lemke chose to resign rather than be fired this spring. After the university discovered he had an affair with a student athlete, Lemke, who is 38, is married to the head coach, Mm. Amber Lemke, uh, resigned April 10th from the program he helped coach to two national titles and two second-place finishes. Iggy, are you familiar with Stephen F. Austin State's bowling program? It sounds like it's uh, the Alabama of bowling. I believe they uh, I believe they bowled in the same tournament we bowled when we bowled the Lindenwood Tournament. St. Charles one of the two I participated in. So did you cover in. that Lindenwood Tournament? Uh, I'm sure we did. Yeah. Um, I think Stephen F. Austin might have been there. Uh, quote, I knew it was kind of a no-no, but there's not a rule saying it can't happen. <laughs> There's not a law saying I'm going to jail for doing something like this. There's nothing in stone. I guess it's just an ethics code. Like we frown upon it, but there's no rule. There's no law broken. Uh, that's from Stephen Lemke, the assistant coach who was terminated yeah. or resigned, I should say. Just as long yeah. as the student was, as long as she's eighteen or legal age. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. And but. then he went on. To, well, his wife's the head coach. And then he went on <laughs> to say. I was the stay-at-home dad for five years with the kids while Amber got to go off and coach the team. And when she'd get back, I'd run practices on top of taking care of the kids while she was back. He's going on the offensive. (laughs) When they'd travel again, I'd sit back and take care of the kids. Then when I got hired on, she almost forced me to run the practices. I was a volunteer the entire time before that trying to help out Amber. Once I got hired on, one thing stemmed from another. I felt like I was doing too much for what I was being valued at. So then Dougie got paid, and he began to sleep with one of the bowlers. Can you you make enough money as a college bowling coach that that's a full-time job? The assistant. (laughs) That that might. Yeah, (laughs) assistant bowling coach. He said he was a volunteer. Yeah, I, uh. I had an assistant. I had Craig Matthews, but we didn't go to any tournaments. 
Doug, remember him? He pitched for the Cardinals in the 87 yeah, World Series. left-hander. Right? No, yeah. he's the father of uh, my former co-host of Kegler's Corner, Alina Matthews. How much did you make coaching Fontbonne? I don't remember. It was enough for me to do it. A couple thousand? No, more than that. God, $20 an hour. <laughs> That's what it pays. <laughs> 43000 a year, roughly twenty. That was good money for what I did. But you didn't do a lot. That's what I'm saying. It was good money for what I did. And you torpedoed the program. Yeah, I never tempted to sleep with one of my bowlers, though. How do we know that for sure? Oh, wow. Well, I don't lie about that stuff. Oh. I pretty much told you my entire life story of every girl I banged. Oh. I couldn't do that because I can't remember half of them. Yeah. Been so wow. many. So many starlets. I <laughs> just did it. <laughs> starlets. <laughs> so we got... Um, John, Johnson C. Smith, university head bowling coach, makes $99,000. Wow, must have a program, this? Doug. What school? This is Stephen F. Austin? Johnson C. Smith University. He does more what than just... What the hell is that? He does more than just coach bowling. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you Charlotte, look up, North Carolina. Look up and see what uh, Coach Vatican makes at Wichita State. Coach Vatican. Vatican. Who makes more money than American colleges? They might have enough money to give a six-figure job to a I mean, they've coach. got, I think, three or four national championships. He's been there forever. He's a legend. Coach Vatican. All right, my computer's... Or you can look up Bill Straub. Uh, Vatican retired four years ago. He yeah. was making $1.25 million a year. Well, cut it out. As a, as a college bowling coach? No, he didn't make that, but... Is that what it says, Plowsy? Well, I gotta pay for the Wichita Eagles, so cannot do that. Oh, you can go to uh, Nebraska. Oh, that was uh, Paul Mills, the basketball coach. Bill Straub. Oh, yeah. Bill Straub, that's your guy, Plowhawk. Oh, mm-hmm. I love Straub. Yeah, I bet you that dude made. Good. He's been in Nebraska forever. According to ZipRecruiter, the national average for bowling coach is forty-three thousand a year. There you go, Doug. And so the assistant. So it's a part-time gig. We'll be making like thirty. Yeah. But I think the major programs like Wichita State, Nebraska, they're known for their bowling programs. Um, I'd be interested to see what uh, Shannon O'Keefe makes at McKinley. <laughs> I think we all would be. This, yeah. Like, this information isn't just out there. It should be available because they're, they're state employees, so their salaries are out Is there. Is McKendry a public university? I think so. I don't know. The one thing all of us were wondering when we arrived here this morning is how much money is McKendry paying Shannon O'Keefe. Well, she now works for Jacksonville State. No. Oh, oh she got man. a little bump. No, she doesn't. Why would I lie about it? <laughs> no, she doesn't. She, she just led them to the finals like a month ago. This is articles from May 12th, 2023. Maybe mm. she got a better job after leading them to the finals. Did they say anything about why she left McKendry? More money? More money. I, I, yeah, I just got like a little news snippet here. Yeah, that makes sense. A news snippet. She, like was, she was all about McKendry. Jacksonville State's got to be bigger than McKendry. Shout out to Dolphins. McKendry, or Shannon is very attractive, too. She's been on Kegler's Corner many a time. Oh, has she? Oh, that's one of the best shows. Yeah. Let's talk of the Keg- town. Go Kegler's. Might, might get me in the USBC St. Charles Hall of Fame. Uh, your thoughts on Kegler's Corner. Text in 314-881-TMA5. It is the EDF group text inbox. You can email in on it the morning after at InsideSTL.com for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. And then we're doing a press conference Wednesday. No phone calls yet for the press conference Wednesday, which has kind of led us into bowling salary uh, talk. 
And uh, it's not where we thought we were going to go, but now that we're here, we're glad that we are. That's how I feel about it. Shannon O'Keefe, I, I was going to guess 38,000. I could be wrong. I think she made the finals of the uh, Queens tournament a couple weeks ago. <laughs> this was what, up by uh, City be? Field? No, that paid 50000 for first. Oh. It's more than the men make. That god-awful hmm. debacle that they call the PBA Tour. Oh, no. oh wow. Can PBA Tour taking travel. with them. Oh, they haven't bowled in like two months. Why don't they bowl? Yeah, cause they have a heavy schedule at the beginning of the year, and then they can't find any tournaments. Hey, guys, the only thing better than a 20 handicap talking about golf is a 29 handicap talking about bowling. Jesus, mm. that's from the Big Tuft. Who's a 29 handicap? Are there bowling handicaps? Yeah, if you're not very good. Nice. You get pins? Yeah. <laughs> I never did, but... You didn't need them. Well, I was a good bowler. Yeah. <laughs> not bragging, just being no, honest. just the truth. Yeah. And you scored with every gal that worked at the... Sandwich that was one of the benefits, the, yeah. yeah. Redbird Lanes, especially. Yeah. Oh, Clean nice. them out. Yeah. That was my Doug. That was my house when I was seven. <laughs> Don't say house. <laughs> uh, Doug, if you're interested in some uh, off-season NHL news, now that VGK has hoisted the chalice, former Blues news: Will Ryan O'Reilly be returning? What is your expectation level on that? Zero percent. I would agree with you on uh, on that, Pierre. Uh, LeBron, uh, with this on Ryan O'Reilly, the way Ryan O'Reilly sounded on locker cleanout day, it seemed like he viewed his stay in Toronto as a rental experience, even if it was one he said he enjoyed. But my understanding of the situation now is that the Veterans Center has not closed the door on Toronto and that the Leafs, under new general manager Brad Trebling, have expressed interest in bringing him back if there is a deal that works for both sides, also understanding that they're juggling a lot of balls right now. In general, O'Reilly has not closed any doors. His camp uh, is approaching his unrestricted free agency situation with an open mind. It's not a deep UFA center class this year. Uh, you have Krejci, Bergeron uh, either returning to Boston or retiring. Max Domi can play center and wing and put up 13 points in 19 playoff games. Um, if O'Reilly reaches free agency, despite his off year offensively, I think his market will be strong, especially considering everything he brings. I don't believe his camp has a set AAV or term in mind. I think they want to be able to be flexible depending on the fit and market. But in the meantime, I would expect another conversation uh, between Morris and Trevling, the Leafs' new GM, next week in Nashville. I, w- I would love to see the Blues bring him back. He's a great guy. Anyone who's met Ryan Ro- O'Reilly loves Ryan O'Reilly. And, he, you know, he's a terrific player there for a while. He didn't have a very good year this past year. But if the Blues were in a bit of a rebuilding it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, and he's 30-something now. I don't know 32. Why, he'd, why he'd want to come back. He's 32 bills. Who'd want to play in Toronto with those taxes? Well, it's a good team, and it's the hockey center of the world. It's kind of the Chicago Cubs situation in 2015 when they uh, sold them on, hey, you guys can be the guys to win the first World mm-hmm. Series here in 100-plus years. A lot of pressure, a lot of attention. Oh, yeah. yeah. Matthew Kachuk, I think, probably is enjoying... Being in Sunrise, Florida, and the anonymity versus being in Calgary and the attention and the pressure. And, and the money. And the no state taxes. And just being on a good team makes all the difference in the world to guys, too. I'm sure it gets to be a real grind if you're on a team that has no hope. <clears throat> if you're on a good team, you know, every every game is exciting. And... Well, and that blue team may be bad for a while, too. So you got to think about that aspect. Yeah, could be. Is 
Ryan wouldn't have been his last three or four years. I don't, on think, a the, I don't think the Blues would even knock on his door. Nothing against him. It's yeah. just where the state of the organization is. Yep. Guys, I love Kegler's Corner. Cured my athlete's foot? That's from Iggy's Medicare rep. What does that mean? Huh. I don't believe I ever talked about athlete's foot. You have a Dr. Scholl's sponsor or something? No, you really don't get athlete's feet in bowling. And I'm of course, right you up. may get some kind of fungus if you put those rental shoes on. Well, yeah, that'd be athlete's foot. Yeah, I don't know. I used to see Saturday morning. <laughs> I used to walk into the studio Saturday morning at 5:90 and see Kegger Corner at work as I'm walking in to do really? the Saturday morning program. You, your so. time slot was five in the morning? No, no, no. Yeah. This is on the weekends. I was doing 1380 The Woman weekend morning programming. I was really blessed. Had the the top slot there. No, no. Sounds like you'd made it big time. Huge. Early in your um, and as I was, you know, doing 1380, I do believe Iggy was doing Kegler Corner on 590, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. Correct, Iggy? Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, for a period of time until Marshall found out I was doing it, then he got me off there. Yeah. yeah was he had no idea when they fired me. He Actually, didn't know that you were even doing was, the show? That was probably the dumbest thing a man could do. And he wasn't very smart. But he fired me. This is the owner of the station. And I looked at him, and I and he didn't tell me. Uh, my Calvin, the sales guy, said, oh, Marshall fired you. I said, seriously? I said, you know <laughs> that for a fact? Is that an f- HR protocol? <laughs> I said, do you know that for a fact? Perfect. He goes, yeah, he wanted me to let you know he fired you. I said, I haven't been paid in three months. Now I'm going to go collect unemployment. Is he that stupid? And I did. I collect unemployment. Why would you keep I cont- doing it if they weren't paying you? dunked on him. Well, because I kept getting promised I was going to have sponsors. And... Now, how that will happen, we haven't yet worked out, but I do believe in it. So I just kept doing Kegler's Corner because I had my own sponsors for that. And so then you went to the unemployment office? Yeah. I had to say what I was making at Kegler's Corner. I wasn't going to cheat anybody. So but you still you got... were making nothing. Well, no, I had sponsors for Kegler's Corner. So I was you making... You said you one. didn't. I, no, they didn't have any sponsors from my Iggy's Treehouse that I did for like two <laughs> months <laughs> and not got paid. Iggy's Treehouse at Kegler Corner. <laughs> but Kegler's like Corner was like an Iggy's Treehouse t-shirt, Jackson. Can <laughs> we put that in tmasdlshop.com? Now, what was that show about, Iggy's Treehouse? Uh, just whatever I wanted to talk about. Who was your co-host? Didn't have one. Wow, Han Solo. Yeah. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, Jim Rome. It was fun. It was like the uh, board up. Never even met him the first day. Walked in, he opened the mic after like 30 seconds. Iggy, I'm so happy to be here with you. This is going to be a fun show. I said, who are you? Said, Shut it down. I said, yeah, I said. <laughs> you let I, him know right then. I said, His voice was not welcome. I said, you don't need to open your mic until you just run the board. That's what you said? Wow. Yeah. wow you're don't so open your mouth and run the welcoming board? Welcoming locker room. <laughs> well, nobody there got along. Wouldn't you want someone there to talk? Was well, that the extreme? No. Was that the extreme? Yeah, that's when they turned it into 590, the extreme. This is huge. <laughs> and I said, there's nothing I do is extreme. You probably broke this guy's heart. I still had my I had my Art Sears interviews that I could do every week, so I was getting those in the can. And... Well, who was this guy that you cut at the Art Sears? I don't know, I don't know who he was. They just stuck him in there with me. But you broke his heart. He I don't know if I broke his heart, but it wasn't his show. Guys, claiming victory because you got to collect unemployment is such a weird flex. <laughs> Never changed, Ken. That's from Arbor Day. It was when you weren't getting paid, mm. and the guy fired you. I said, that's great. See, that's stupid. I'm going to go collect unemployment, or at least I'll make money. I wasn't making money working there. When you apply for unemployment, how soon until you get that first check? Uh, I think two weeks, something like that. Yeah. See how I got my unemployment. <laughs> this, was a, this was right when I got fired after I got all the production work ready for uh, the shows. That's how it typically works in radio. Oh, yeah. You get all the morning stuff done, and then they fire you. Mm-hmm. And this is the man, the woman days. 
And they gave me like this credit card. It was like a card, you know. And then they put money on, you know, your unemployment on that card mm-hmm. every two weeks. Oh. Yeah, I just had it. Um, you can do that. I had it uh, just sent to my bank account. But um, do you have to prove a certain net worth to to get it? Or the easiest thing I ever did. No, but what I, I what I did is like some people would have cheated him. And not even claimed the money I was making from Kegler's Corner. Because I just had sponsors, bowling alleys, and that would just write me a check every month. Um, but I could have claimed, not even put that down there, but I'm honest. So I think it was like 225 a week. Um, but then I said, I'm also making this much for the show I'm doing on Saturdays. It's my own show. It's a bartered show. And then they take that off of what they would pay you. So they pay you less than 225 Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know why you fire guys not even paying me. I just wonder if you re- if you retire, can you then get unemployment? I mean, you reach a certain age. I don't think so. You're not working because you're not you stop paying into. I mean, you pay into part of your check goes to that. So that's yeah. But if you're not working, you're not paying. You're not that's getting what I'm saying. Check. So you can't. But you have over the years. But you can't just retire and take your social security and take unemployment you know you, qu- you quit you retired what if you got fired as a older gentleman no, i guess you can sure you can collect it there's and no social age, security there's no age group yeah i just wonder what keeps retirees from collecting unemployment until they die probably because they're not working well that's why you would need unemployment but you have to get fired you can't just stop working and collect unemployment well, i bet a lot of people do well, I'm sure a lot of people buck the system. Yeah. I bet Tim's never collected unemployment a day in his life. Well, most it's people haven't. not really haven't. a brag. I <laughs> <laughs> also haven't done time. No, most people haven't. But Tim's always got a job. He's always... He's well, a dog, good. have you ever collected unemployment? No. Right. I wouldn't I even know how to do it. I wouldn't know where to go. I wouldn't even think about it. I would think, uh-oh, I got fired. Better find something else today. I've done it twice. When Marshall fired me and when I got fired in Springfield. But I... I Matt Reynolds. I tried to get fired so I could collect But wasn't your first thought, I, I guess i got to find another job, like right now, instead yeah, of where's the and unemployment if you find, office? And if you find one, great. That's why yeah. I've only collected it twice. I've been fired about 20 times, but I'm always working, the, like, two weeks later at another radio station. Back in the day, 590 1380 was, like, different ownership, so you'd leave one, go to the other. Yeah. Um, but in Springfield, I tried to get fired because I knew I had six months left on my um, my lease, so I said, well, I'll just collect unemployment, make that money for six months, and I went home and got a job at 1380. Stop with the verbal diarrhea, my God! <laughs> oh. Some Susie cream cheese, oh. she lost it right there. Oh, I she think there's probably it. more than one that are in there. I'm sure... She, the unemployment talk is... I'm sure cream cheese is probably sitting there, come on, I know I'm going to yell at him, but keep talking, I need to figure this out, because I need the money. Jesus. It just really doesn't seem like a good financial plan to say, I'm going to get fired on purpose so I can get unemployment and get out of my lease. That's no way to no, grow I had, wealth. I had a lease that I couldn't get out of. But you can get out of it if you get fired? But I knew I could, I knew I could collect unemployment for six months, and well, I didn't want to work there anymore because he lied, he lied to me and took my money away from me and said I was an hourly employee, oh. only had me working 30 hours a week, and I figured it out. You were the toast of the town down there. <laughs> here's here's some diarrhea for you. Um, but he, when I got back from my trip to Jamaica the second year I was there, yeah. he didn't pay me for my vacation. Oh. He said I didn't fill out my paperwork a day. I was a day late in filling out my paperwork. I said, you're the one who agreed that I could go on vacation. 
You, you agreed to it. Yeah, but the paperwork was a day late, so I'm not paying you. I said, you got to be kidding me. And by the way, we don't think you do enough for what we pay you for. Yeah. I said, I don't do enough? Yeah. I do more than what you, you doing so much. What you hired me for. Right. I'm doing a uh, golf show for you. That wasn't part of the deal. Right. I'm doing a trivia show for you. That's part of the deal. I'm running board for this god-awful fishing show. That wasn't oh. part of it. I'm doing the morning show on AM talk radio, which it wasn't part of. So I'm doing three times what you're paying me for. Yeah. Uh, ten hour, ten dollars an hour, thirty hours a week. I said, I make more in unemployment, so I got fired. What'd you do to get fired? I had a guy call into the show and said, "I said, just ask me a question." Well, I've told this story too. What okay, the text but I'd like to hear it again. The text coming up yet? That oh, this story again. Sorry. Um, it took me twice to try and get fired before he did it. The second time, finally. But I had a friend. I said, just call in tomorrow and ask me how my trip to Jamaica was. Yeah, sure. How was it? Um, so he called in. We talked some sports. He goes, by the way, i got to ask you, what? Uh, how was your trip to Jamaica? You how haven't talked it? a lot about it. Yeah. I said, that wasn't bad. I said, I wish I had more money for the trip. I said, I made more money losing a tooth at age two than this idiot's paying me. You called him an idiot on the air. Nothing. Not a call into the office. Nothing. No one heard it. So I had him call again. I said, just ask me who I think the most popular fictional character is. Well, sure. So he called in, talked some sports. Hey, I saw a poll the other day. Who's the most popular fictional character? Who do you think it is? I said, no, oh, that's a tough one. I said, God, Bugs Bunny's got to be up there. Oh, for heaven's sake. I'm going to say Jesus Christ. Bang, phone lines lit up like a Christmas tree. Well, yeah. No, they fired me. Because you called him fictitious. Yeah. So, you said that with a straight face. No. So he called me and said, you're fired. I said, what yeah. took you so long, old man? That's what you said? Yeah, walked out. Hmm. You got you got to commend employees that go above and beyond. <laughs> yeah, really giving it everything they have. No, to I, make didn't, it work. I didn't believe that, but I knew I knew it would give me trouble <laughs> down there in the Bible Belt. Praise I think can. that would give me trouble anywhere. Hey, it's Jackson here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. My favorite part about Factor is the convenience of it all. These are no-prep, no-mess meals ready to go in two minutes. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash McKernan50 and use code McKernan50 to get 50% off. That's code McKernan50 at factormeals.com slash McKernan50 to get 50% off. Uh, Doug Mike for Incessa hosted a program by himself as well. He Mike's Treehouse. And... Uh, uh, now Tiki Barber is taking over the afternoon drive time slot on WFAN. It comes full circle from this moment uh, with Mike Francesa interviewing Tiki Barber. Okay. But Tiki, are you coming back to football because you miss it? Or are you coming back to football because you just had a big failure in broadcasting? <laughs> oh. Mike, your, your question is leading. 
And, you know, a lot of people will say that you don't do a good job at what you do because you badger your viewers, your listeners. You badger your interviewers. Tiki, uh, that's ridiculous. Mike, Mike, that's that, that's, that's subjective. I have a tremendously successful <laughs> broadcasting career for a quarter of a century. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's an interview that went went sour. Was that how it started? <laughs> oh, let's hear one more time. <laughs> did they have Did they have animosity Gosh. prior to this? <sighs> but Tiki, are you coming back to football because you miss it, or are you coming back to football because you just had a big failure in broadcasting? My- <laughs> What did he do to deserve that question? Jackson, do you know the history between the two? I don't. I should have tried to find that out before him because that is a brutal out-of-context clip. (laughs) Wasn't he on the Today Show or something? He was. Yeah. And it it lasted, what, a year maybe? But I believe the reason why it ended was he had an affair with... I don't know if it was just like a, I don't know if it was a coworker or if it was an affair. I think his wife was pregnant, if my memory serves, and it played out in the New York tabloids, and he lost his job. Oh. Wasn't he a pretty good color analyst though for a while? He was. He was on the Today Show. But I thought he was an NFL color analyst. Ronde Ronde Barber, his twin brother, is. I thought Ronde was still playing when Tiki Barber was a color analyst. I don't. I don't remember that. There's a lot going on at that Today Show between what Matt Lauer was up to and Tiki Barber both. How do they have time to play around that much? It's yeah. a long show, isn't it? A couple hours? Show now Roker just keeps bopping along. Well, he, he can keep his pants up. That's probably <laughs> the key there. I don't know. He lost all that weight. I don't know if he can keep them up or not. Well, new, he's got new trousers. Oh, really? What do you think he is? Like I, 34 waist now? Probably. Nice. But, I mean, for the Today Show, they're probably getting there at 2 in the morning, 1 Ugh. in the morning. Yeah, but I don't think, like, the main... Anchors, like the people who started it, are still there at like 10, 30, or 11. Like, I think they switch yeah, it that's out. that Huda and somebody else go after that, don't they? Hoda. Hoda and somebody else. Jenna. Jenna uh, Bush. I don't watch Bush. much. Jenna Bush Hager, Doug. Mm-hmm. Kathy Gifford's still doing it. But every morning, my mom would have it on before school. Every single morning. Yeah. Today's show has created it. a lot of big stars in the business. A lot of them. Yeah, they have. Katie Kirk. Can't hold a candle this oh, Sunday morning. Yeah. Jane Pauly. You're Jane Pauly, guys. She yeah. used to be on the Today Show. Doug, who was her really? co-anchor? Brian Gumble. That's correct. Yeah. Wow, that's a, a power time. duo. How about that? I did not know that. Jane Pauly is my gal. No, yeah. he's doing that thing real sports for like year 50. Remember Catan, good peace, Herman. Good peace, Herman. <laughs> what was it like doing that peace, Herman? Wait while I write fake stuff on this yeah, piece of paper. Yeah, what's he writing when that comes back? Nothing. <laughs> he's looking down like he's writing. Good peace, Ermin. Good peace, Ermin. That gig probably pays him so much for what he has to do that he, he'll do it until the day he drops. Probably. He was as big as anybody going there for a while. Oh, he was. Well, he must be 70-something, right? Brian Gumble, age. I'm going to go 71. Yeah. Anybody want to do it? Uh, he's at least 77. 77. Seventy-four. Going under on 74. 74. Iggy ships it. Price is right. Mm. That's the way the uh, structure is. I'm pretty good at, on ages. Okay. <laughs> Not good pretty on good dates. Pretty good on ages. I'm, Not good on dates. I'm good at guessing ages, though. Yeah. Those syndicated shows like that, th- that's the way to go. If you, can, if you can get one of those. The best game. Just like Pat Sajak or. Wheel Fortune. The yeah, best one. Yeah. Tape five shows in a mm-hmm. day. 
do that for about what six hours, six ish hours they total. Tape, they tape for a week and then he takes three weeks off. Yeah, I interviewed him once and he said because he was in Baltimore when I was interviewing him, and I said, "How often do you get back home?" He goes, "Home three weeks out of the month." He says, "They go on and we tape a month's worth of shows in a week." Mm-hmm. Then I go home for three weeks. And so, Brian Kimmel, for what he does, he probably goes in one afternoon and knocks off shows for two or three weeks too. Probably, probably. takes a couple hours. Probably. And he's done. That'd be fun. It would. Wouldn't it be great? Show. Why don't we just stay? Why don't we just do one day like 15 hours? Because no one likes this and show. And then we'll just tape it. We'll just do it for <laughs> yeah. the people don't like it. And we, the people that do the show don't want to do it. It's not a popular <laughs> presentation. We could technically do like 75 hours in one week and then just take a month off. Well, we could because we never talk about anything that's going on right now or, or rarely talking, we, just, anyway. we just broke down the Titanic rarely. search with yeah. in-depth knowledge. Yeah, that was current events. And I we got told our current you all about, credit. I told you all about uh, unemployment. Yep. Yeah, but that, that's evergreen there. You can talk about that anytime. <laughs> nah, it changes weekly. The unemployment laws do. <laughs> Good morning. I'm watching the Today Show right now, and Carson Daly has gotten fat. Thanks, 573. That dude makes a killing. He does. He's everywhere, too. And I never really understood it. I mean, he's pretty good on the voice, but it's not its not a real hard job, I would think. There'd be a ton of people that could do that. How did Ryan Seacrest make a half a billion dollars in this industry? I think I he know he's DJ, good, but... I think he was a DJ, right? He, he still sh- is, I think, out in uh, L.A., yeah. L.A. 100 or something. He, he just works, showed man. It. Oh, he, he does. Works. I agree. That's the reason he makes all the money is he works mm-hmm. his ass off. I mean, he showed up to American Idol one day in the 2000s, and then boom, that was it. Yeah. That Him was and over. Brian Dunkelman. Well, he's yeah. very smooth. He's oh, very likable. He's good. No, I'm yeah. just saying it's a, he's kind of a random guy to be making the kind of money he has made I in think this Carson industry. Daly is the random guy. I, I don't see any just... In your face, talent coming out of Carson not me Daly. because I saw him on TRL. Yeah, he started out on Quest Live, Doug. My age group, that's where Carson Daly was when TRL MTV Music Video came to be the biggest thing out there. That was he was one of the VJs. He was the guy. He was doing the top ten of Jennifer Love Hewitt. Was he with Jennifer Love Hewitt? I don't know. Carson Daly out here in Panama Beach for spring break. Yeah, he had the greatest gig. I remember as a kid, I was thinking, I bet that is the best gig on the planet. Hey, guys, I was a big old fan of Good Morning America until Amy Robach left. Mm, Amy Robach, thanks. That's from Big Tuft. She had an issue there, too, didn't she? Uh, Well, she and her co-anchor, T.J. Holmes, uh, had uh, a relationship. Uh, Good Morning America terminated them. And uh, now they may be in the process of breaking up mm. uh, per uh, radar online. Quote, Amy blew up her entire life to be with TJ. She got fired from her dream job. She left her husband of 12 years and strained a relationship with her two kids. And she doesn't even have a ring to show for it. With TJ unable to take the relationship to the next step, she's getting cold feet herself. Mm. Dear Deidre. Uh, Radar Online, which is essentially the same thing. Now, was it just the affair that got him fired? I mean, isn't that people's personal business? If they want to screw I suppose with the company, uh, whatever the company rules are on it, I don't know. But they were, I think they were equals. I think the issue with, if you're, if you, if you are in a relationship with somebody who is, um... Your boss. Right. That's, that's, that's a little different. But this is a different set of But if it's just a co-worker... You're gonna fire know, some somebody? companies have a policy against dating people you work with. I know, but there's there's lots of people who met their spouse at work. Lots of them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they didn't have a clause. Well, it just does, to me it doesn't seem like that's a fireable offense. Well, in this day and age with human resources and his or human resource department, they just 
No, you can't date anybody you're working with. No affairs, no dating, no nothing. That just seems like it's, a, it's an awfully common thing for that to be a fireable offense. You would think so. Especially if the two are willing. Say, we love each other. Wouldn't you tell us we can't fall yeah. in love with each well, other? Yeah, why are you going to get fired for that, for falling in love with somebody? Guys, TJ gave Amy the 48-hour notice, and now they are done. That's from the Warson Woods Wacker. Oh, yeah, Jackson's notice. <laughs> Jackson says uh, he's even more passionate about his uh, feeling on that now. The two days? Yeah, I just said policy is still in place. Yeah. Yeah, well, it makes Not sense. Not sorry about it. Yeah, no <laughs> answer. I can tell. Yeah, it's each throne. Nope. That's how I feel. Don't apologize. Never some days, will. Some days you just want it to be over quickly. So, But if you have an anchor team, especially at the network level, that are doing very well and making a lot of money, if you're the if you're the big bosses, isn't that more important than if they're sleeping together somewhere? Yeah, but I mean, I'm it's sure just a lot of sex, people, right? Yeah, but I think a lot of a lot of bosses will think, okay, now what happens if you break up and you got to work together? Now we got a whole big problem here. Well, then you deal with it then. Yeah. Well, they just soon deal with it, not deal with it at all. Well, they must point. they must not have liked them much on the air, or maybe they, the ratings were were bad, or they were looking for a reason to get out of their contracts, or something like that. Look, I I'm, just can't think if you have a successful anchor team or a, a TV show that you're putting on, whatever, and two people are, are hooking up together. I mean, who cares? Look, I went out with a lot of girls I work with. I don't never was, <laughs> never had a problem. Doug's so resigned now. <laughs> when they were terminated, uh, this is what they said after several productive conversations with Amy Robach and T.J. Holmes about different options. We all agreed it's best for everyone that they move on from ABC News. We recognize their talent and commitment over the years and are thankful for their contributions. Uh, the decision follows an internal investigation of the company that looked into whether their relationship violated company PRAC policies. Um, I believe that investigation revealed that T.J. Holmes had had multiple in-office relationships with ladies who were not on his same oh. on-air talent level. Like, like Matt Lauer, similar to the Matt Lauer I don't know if he situation. slept with Matt Lauer or not. Those are no, his, he had his own... Group where he would lock him in his office or something. Remember those stories? Yeah. Wow. And he was making $28 million a year, and he threw all that out the window. $28 million a year he was making. Yeah, I'm sure he's not hurting. But but wouldn't you think a guy like Matt Lauer or this other guy that I don't, I don't know. TJ Holmes, don't really Doug. He was my him. replacement in Little Rock. Was he? He was. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think... That as soon as their workday is over, they could go out on the street or bars at parties and have the same success that they're having at work. Yeah, but then you're in the public and you got people with phones. You want to just do it uh, behind closed doors. But, it, but how how hard is it just? Because you think you're going to get away to with it. That's the deal. Have you seen I Amy Robach, Doug? Oh, I know she was she's Miss Missouri or Miss America or yeah, something like that. I know she's a beautiful girl. She's part of that Sears Roebuck thing. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I no. I'm just thinking it couldn't have been hard for Matt Lauer to find a a, a side piece somewhere. Well, you think if that's so, really yeah. what he was about. Could yeah. it have been that hard that he had to do it at work every day? I'm as clean as a whistle, Jackson. I'll use baby wipes in a bidet. That's from Bill's oh, life. Gosh, it's not really the cleanliest thing. I just view that hole as a oh. uh, exit ramp only ah. you know wrong way sign mm. so that's just my opinion on it yeah everyone's welcome 
We don't kink shame. I do. <laughs> I certainly do. Is anal even a kink? I don't know. I don't think so. It's just part of sex. Right. Yeah. It's like one of the main branches, like the judicial it's branch not the main of sex. Branch. It is not the main branch. I didn't branch. say. It's not the executive branch. That's, of course, well, missionary. branches are equal. Oh, okay. Well, this is sex branches. <laughs> I don't have time to explain this. Okay. He's and got he... balloon party in 59 <laughs> minutes. It depends how close they are in proximity, whether it's a kink or not. Like if you got an ear kink, that's... What? An ear? A, is there an ear fetish thing? I didn't even know that existed. Is I that bet right? there is. Yeah. That would be a kink. God bless him. Yeah, because we don't kink shame you, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I absolutely we do. We kink encourage. I don't. We do. Kink friendly. We're the most kink friendly show on HTT. I agree with that. Gosh. Remember when St. Louis used to have furry conventions? Do they still not? No. When Can't we, get any conventions. When I first started on the <laughs> <laughs> When I first started on the show, they would have one every year and it was apparently really popular. Remember when furries were really talked about? That was kind of the big thing. Mm-hmm. Even they're afraid to go king. to St. Louis. <laughs> I feel like they're still. Is, is, isn't it like they've combined with the swinger convention and like the oh, exhibitionists? Right. Yeah, I mean, furries are like, swingers. Where they I at? think like you like can the, be the Hilton. Maybe that's how the they. Ballpark? Maybe that's hide their identity. They get away with swinging or cheating by hiding not their identity. Not a bad identity. idea. Throwing a squirrel outfit and basically yeah. you're immune mm-hmm. to any yeah. criticism. No, what a, what yeah. animal would you most want to be a furry? Gerbil. Yeah. I figured gerbil would come out. Oh, I'd be a flying squirrel. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. A you got that extra like you flap can, of skin. Yeah, do that little flap and wrap them around. I think it might be a wombat. Oh, mm. my yeah. kick is Tim's ass. That's from the six three six. Stop it, Jackson. Do you also need forty eight hours to upload a damn podcast? Oh. That's from Kakim Olajuwon. <laughs> the dream. Uh, it should be up now. When the pink starfish is staring at you and the owner of it says, put it there, you do it. There should be zero hesitation. None. Nada. Nil hesitation. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Mm. I promise you there's nothing you can talk to me about anal on terrestrial radio that's going to convince me that it's what I want. I should just off some sads texting yeah, well, I'll, come on, I'll come on QFTA and Tim and I will tell you'll, you. You'll sell it? Again, nothing two guys are just going to yell at me about, you know, this is not yeah, going to happen. I can... Off of terrestrial radio, I can't. I have a way of putting it that'll make it sound great. I'm uncomfortable. Oh now. God, that's... Doug, uh, we were to do a special edition of QFTA. I'll turn off my you said that. It's, it's not necessary. It was so breathy. Yeah. Oh. I'll help you out, buddy. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, Doug, I'll help you out with your short oh. game by going to Family Golf oh. and Learning Center, a premier golfing facility for all abilities and all ages. Provides a friendly and encouraging practice experience for the individual or the family, I like taking my five-year-old out on the nine-hole course. And, of course, the double-decker driving range, that short game area to me. You want to see your golf game improve, that is where you go. It's family golf. Uh, and like I said, they have a, a great nine-hole par three course, which is perfect for people learning the game. Or if you just want to go to quick nine in and just hit wedges, then it's all there for you. At Family Golf. They do club fitting as well. They have wonderful instructors. They make St. Louis better at golf. Learn, practice, play your best golf. Familygolfonline.com. That's familygolfonline.com.
com. And while you're there, you should probably think about it. Yeah, you should. Also think about James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. It's James Carlton, who has been my insurance agent for five, four years, four years, four years. And uh, the Plowhawks insurance agent, uh, Jesse Kiowski, I guess, is working with him as well because she uh, ran into some vehicle issues on Sunday, on Father's Day. And James's staff took care of it quick, fast, and in a hurry. That's why you see the 313 five-star reviews on Google for James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. If you want to get it insured, it's got to be important. It's got to have some cost to it. Well, you want it with the best, and the best is James Carlton. 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. TMA Lister of the Month, Milagro Tequila sponsors it. Only, what do we have? Six more shows, because we're off next Friday. Uh, six more shows for this June uh, for our Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Sign up. Make your case at TMASTL.com. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Nothing like your grandfather describing anal Dior <laughs> podcast. Oh, oh. Well, Doug, that's from a, a priest, too. That's Father hear, Brown. I, I don't want to hear it from Granddad <laughs> or anyone else, really. The older people have great great stories and great insight. Maybe. Yeah, but I'd rather read it in print. Look, I'm no expert on it. I think I've only done it three times. Only three times. Any, three out of 500. Uh, oh, and members. then you're going to And I've said one, into once, it? Was, once, I believe, it was by mistake. So. Oh. <laughs> so, so really, two times. Really, only two times. Well, it's, I've only had the opportunities. I've never said no to it. I have. I don't know. Most most girls don't like it. So Did you require two days to think about no. it? No. No. You make snap decisions. Uh, Susie Cream Cheese <laughs> uh, said, and one was an accident, and then right then Iggy said, and one was an accident. There it is. Susie mm. Cream Cheese wants to get paid for hitting. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure, I've told the story, but we were talking about it. So I brought up my expertise in it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Which isn't much. Mm. It's not hard to do. No. You're talking about completing the act? Well, it's not like it takes effort. Maybe, but it's not like it's uh, you have to learn something. But it was my understanding there will be a podcast on this subject. <laughs> you know, Pepper and Genie, as soon as we break Patre- down. Patreon. As soon as, as soon as we break down Pay succession, we'll talk about anal. Oh. <laughs> he Gosh. sells Jackson on anal. On a special uh. edition of Pepper and Genie. That's what they would The boys play. break down anal. If you got convicted uh. of something, they would make you listen to that. Mm-hmm. Torture. <laughs> we'll close out our 8 o'clock hour. We come back with a 9 o'clock hour, which includes the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. This is the Ryan Kelly. Call today? Excuse me? No, oh, yeah, we got the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. <laughs>